Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Happy midday in the Eastern time zone. And welcome to Tim and Joel Call It in the Ring, where we talk about all of the wrestling that was mid this week. It wasn't a great week in wrestling, was it? Yeah, yeah, I'm finding a hard time finding reasons to get excited. So we, you and I took last week off. I, we yeah. were both traveling. You, you were with family. I was with family. And I, I kind of DM'd you and I was like, hey, um, have you watched anything? And you said what you watched. And I told you what I watched. And I was like, let's just take the week off because it, yeah. didn't, it felt like the week was nothing. Like the, the news about what's going on in the backstage of wrestling seemed to be more pertinent than what was going on in the actual storylines of wrestling. And you and I preach every week how like we don't really want to sit and talk, about, talk about it. the yeah. Vince McMahon story, the storyline, the Vince McMahon story. And we don't want to talk about like some, so even today, like I put out the whole, what do you guys want to talk about? And immediately the first thing people sent was like the Michael Elgin stuff. I'm like, I don't want to talk about Michael Elgin yeah, either because like, Michael Elgin. honestly, the guy's just, he's, he's saying his own stupid shit. Let him, let him make the jokes because he's making jokes about himself talking about, I'm not owned. I'm not owned. I'm going back to Canada. Cause someone died. Like whatever it is, it's just, anyway, it's, it's not just well, not important. Fine. It's, yeah. Like we're not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna hit that. I'm sorry. Other shows will do that. We'll talk about wrestling. We'll talk about the shows. We'll talk about what we like, what we don't like. We'll also tell you, hey, how you doing? It's good to see you. And uh, if you're in the chat, hello. You can uh, donate a super chat, and that'll get your question or statement around the air. It'll support us here, Fightful Overbook, because that's always nice. We appreciate it when you get when you guys and girls and your friends beyond the binary when you do that, because we are self funded here and uh we're self-sufficient right we try our best we are absolutely on top of this uh and what else are we doing here we uh we got our uh we got our discord huh don't we have a discord there's ah. a link in the description of the video you can go ahead and join that and while you're here while you're hanging out leave a thumbs up on this video there's a comment too if you want to after the fact you can leave a comment on the video you can subscribe to us here at fightful overbook talk about us we drop stuff every single day there's content coming literally seven days a week sometimes twice a day tim how are you otherwise so tired like so tired i need more coffee maybe i have some caffeine i have some caffeine in front of me i'll be having that soon i'm in my remote location i'm in the bunker so obviously it's going to be a good week and we have a lot to talk about where do you want to start you want to talk raw. about uh you want to talk about raw let's talk so, about so, raw <laughs> so raw was probably the best thing this week in my opinion oh you know what actually there's one thing that i think was better and that was uh well, that was something that happened on Friday night on SmackDown. We'll talk about that. No um, way. <laughs> what did you what do you think of the Brock uh the Brock segment with Heyman? The, the whole first hour of Raw, what happened? Why were they all so like 
even Heyman was like off his game. Brock said a bunch of gibberish. Like none of that really made sense. And the pyro was off and then theory came out and then he stumbled over some lines. Like it was, no one was like dialed in to start raw. It was very strange. I like the segment itself. When we got to the uh, Brock versus alpha Academy, just beating the shit out of them. The segment itself, the promos, they're they're fine. They're nothing yeah. special. Again, we're just what uh, we're tra- we're trying to talk people into a match that we've seen a hundred million times, and we're trying to talk about shoehorning in a guy that nobody wants to see as money in the bank holder as winning the WWE Championship. And again, no one's really being like, "Ooh, theory, he's going to be the guy to dethrone Roman." Not one person has said that, so it gets a little frustrating that we're sitting here watching Raw and being like, "These are the three people we have to sit and watch." Like, this isn't the best opener we could think of, but. Again, I was entertained by the end of the segment because Brock beat the shit out of someone and did it well. Yeah, yeah, he did it well. Um, I, how they ended up there, I don't fully understand. Like, there's no logic behind it. And it's just like, and the, and like, I'm tired. I'm tired of listening to the raw commentary. I really don't like them anymore. Like, that's been I, for it, a while. It's getting on my nerve. Yeah, but like, and you know, whatever. It, WWE commentary, aside from, you know, with Pat McAfee now, but like, for a while was not the best but now it's just like them having to and it's not their fault it's what they're being told to do it's the parroting of the tree trunk otis like it it literally sounds like transformers in the 80s like these cartoons that were made to sell toys like there's no story there's no effort put into it it they're really just standing up this stuff to to pump out things and and they're not creating characters they're creating brands and it's exhausting stop calling otis a tree trunk he doesn't he's like i don't know it doesn't work it's not interesting it's not an identity um and that f5 wasn't an f5 like he, he did it effortlessly but that's not what the f5 is so that's fine <laughs> see i see so, i see someone in the chat saying i hope someone challenges theory for the money in the bank briefcase that's the problem with money in the bank for the last few years it's always been someone wins it and then someone has to challenge the for the briefcase and everyone's like oh they're gonna get the briefcase off this person because we can't stand they did it with otis and i know that and we didn't like that i didn't like that anyway i remember us talking about it and i was yeah. like no have otis cash in like have him lose even if you're not if you're not ready to get all behind otis but otis back then was money in my opinion not only that, at the time, we could have done a uh, someone finally challenges for a title that's not the WWE Championship. They could have title. They done. They could have done the tag titles when it was Otis and Tucker. Yep. Yeah. And heavy machine. And that, and that would have been perfect. Yeah, we talked about that because, like, you know, made sense. Anyway, Tucker's weird. <laughs> not as distraught about his loss, but anyway. Yeah, and like brutality's in the chat, being like the new vicious Viking Raiders and the skyscraping shank, the tree trunk Otis. Like it's it's, it's exhausting listening to because it's yeah. dumb. Like my brain can't handle how inane this programming has become to listen to. Like in the moment, the segments are still there. That you know, again, they're creating those moments, and I get it. But like, I don't want to go back and watch pieces of a show on YouTube. I'll watch the show, or I'll just not watch it all. And it's getting to the point where I'm just like, yeah. So WWE is about to hit a really interesting pothole here because we're talking about all these marketing names, and really these these names are being marketed towards kids. They're being marketed to make uh, toys and stuff like that. But meanwhile, the news came out today that they might be switching over to a TV 14 rating of a product, at which point kids are, well, I mean, listen, 14 year olds maybe still play with action figures, but like the kids, kids, it's a really strange thing to do. I don't know what is happening. <laughs> like, well, that's, well, so no, this neither, seems, neither do they. 
it's very rudderless and you can tell like that they don't know what the next step is i would i it's it's weird it, it's got a very strange feeling right now because this is also SummerSlam coming up right one of their like two big ones it's their mid-year yep. big shenanigans show so far we have what three rematches and then another like third time rematch where they're which they're treating as the rubber match even though it's he's brock's oh and two like yeah this year and if you look at the entirety of the, the feud it's like it's not there. It's not It's not even. It's a very strange, yeah, you're right. SummerSlam is, is normally treated as a much bigger event. They're treating it big in that they're having it in a stadium and the so tickets are selling. Logan Paul coming back obviously influences a lot of different fans that are not yep. necessarily regular wrestling fans. Cool, that's fine. Uh, but again, like I'm seeing that there's this potential change on the, on the horizon and it's not official yet. Uh, Andrew Zarian said that it was going to happen and then it, it was kind of a big mix-up and they don't know if it's going to happen. Long story short, we don't we'll find out tomorrow night on raw whether or not they market themselves as tv 14 again if they do i mean it's strange because remember when we were kids watching the attitude era stuff and i'm not going to say that it was this isn't a better or worse comparison this is yeah, actually the point it. i'm making it's that when we were kids we watched the attitude era because it was it was uh risque and like oh we shouldn't be watching this you know yeah. but we did because we were kids and we you know it was in our it was there it was for us um it was forbidden fruit and if that's kind of what they're thinking and they're still going to keep marketing the wrestlers as these uh these toys with these marketing buzzwords like tree trunk and skyscraper then i don't know i don't know what to expect from from the the marketing i don't think much is going to change no Honestly, i don't like because i'm trying to think of what a tv 14 even gives them that they're not already doing like they're not going to start i don't think they're going to reintroduce blood they're not no. going to go back in the way of the, you know, their misogynist past. Like, I don't, I don't know what it adds. They can say bitch a few more times. That was my favorite. They can I talk mean, about balls some more. Like, is that it? Like, is it just the, this toxic idiocy? Like I made, I made the joke when the, uh, when they said the TV 14 thing and I was just like, Natty's running back to raw to say bitch in every segment. Yeah. And then <laughs> everyone else was just like, Oh, Cody's back and he can bleed. I think Garrett kidney who, who does stuff with impact was like, uh smart of cody to get blood uh the, the biggest <laughs> one here is cody who can now get bleeding externally instead of internally on tv or something like that it's yeah very funny yeah you can call him seth, effing seth rollins. Call it, if you call him seth effing rollins then sure that's right so anyway th so listen we had a bunch of matches we had the we had mysterio versus balor balor actually won the match was good they kind of had to sure. go there the match was good i don't know what's going on uh i haven't been paying enough attention to raw apparently uh judgment Rhea's hurt i guess i forgot or didn't know that uh judgment day is there and why <laughs> what are they, they need what are they angry about even the commentary was just like we don't even know what their motivation is and i was like that's the entire roster yes. i don't know anyone's motivation <laughs> like and and i'm sitting there and i'm like they need a fourth member like rhea ripley was going to be a great addition to their uh to their group but of course she's out she's injured and now they've got they've got to find someone they got to find a third uh, maybe a third man or just another woman, whatever it is, they have to find someone who's just going to break them out. Yeah, they they really do. If anything, I'd add two people just as a backup because everybody's getting hurt all the time nowadays. So like they need something. And I don't, I don't know what, I guess they're courting Dominic, which is, 
So so they're they're in New York this week. They're they're running MSG. And I've been saying since they ran San Diego, I was saying you should have Dominic beat the shit out of Rey Mysterio because it's his like 20th year anniversary with WWE. And this is the perfect time to do it. You do it in his hometown, 25th anniversary, 20th, whatever it is. 20th, yeah. And then but now they're saying maybe at MSG they'll do it. And I'm like, all right, fine. It's a little late, but at least we're getting there. <laughs> Dominic just turns to him. He's like, you know what? You were a bad fatter. Like... Fatter. That's... <laughs> the worst fodder there is. But hey, you know what? Thanks to Tom Talks Rubber saying, what up? Our interviews drop next week. I've been waiting on those every single week. I'm just like, hey, did he put them up yet? Has he put up our interviews yet? Where are our interviews? And I keep wondering whether or not I said anything that was time sensitive, but I don't think I did. No. Anyway, check out uh, Tom Talks Rubbish on YouTube. He's great. Great interview. Has a lot of really fun subjects on his channel. Great people who have talked to him. Go go check him out. Tim and I, and uh, we also spoke to Tom. So we're yeah. looking forward to having those interviews drop. Fatter. Fatter. Uh, uh, Finn Balor himself, not a fatter. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> So I missed this, but I'm looking at my notes, and apparently there was a graphic that touted the uh, the amount of fans that attended WrestleMania weekend. Do you know what that number was? This is the two nights, two nights combined. How many people do you think attended WrestleMania weekend? I don't know, twenty thousand. No, no, no. Come on, come <laughs> Just... on. Two nights, two nights in that stadium. Two nights total, uh, one hundred fifty thousand. Actually, you're very close. One hundred fifty six thousand three hundred fifty two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Eighty thousand capacity. Didn't yeah. figure it sold out completely. So, what are you saying? Of course it did. Oh yeah, they'll tell you it did. That yeah, was the exactly. maximum capacity for sure. Uh, Bianca versus Carmella for the eighth time was actually a pretty good pretty match. Good. Pretty good. good no counter. reason to do it. It's yeah. great counter doing the uh, the what was it? It's the, it was the the, the, the X Pac the X Factor. The, yeah, yeah X Factor. Yeah, I liked it. It was it yeah, was it was good. Good, good was... match. And of course they do the uh, count up finish. So they're running it back on Monday. I mean Becky looked great sounded great she was a highlight but like what are we doing we're building to becky and bianca again at SummerSlam. no no make it a three-way please for the love of god make it a three-way i need to get carmella there annoying people yes have mella there to eat the not to eat the pin she gets the pin and she becomes the raw women's champion you know what that sounds funny as hell do it just do it another another year where everyone's just pissed off that bianca loses cody or Corey can bust out like his case of dom perignon like just be as <laughs> be as obnoxious as possible and have her take the title at SummerSlam. I think that's that's honestly the most interesting direction you can take this because And the next like, night on Raw, because it's TV fourteen, hear me out, Tim. A live sex celebration. Yeah. Yes. Look at us. Look at us booking TV fourteen raw. Here's the, and I, this is what I talk. You don't need to go back to misogyny if you treat everyone like a sex object. <laughs> just, <laughs> just make it everybody. As long as it's it's the men too who are just as sexy. So. And then Bailey comes back. It's Bailey versus Carmella. Bailey beats Carmella, and there you go. Everyone's there, happy. Every, just, <laughs> order is restored. Yeah, and then we go to Bailey versus Bianca, and Bianca just wins the title again. There you go. That's a great way to devalue your championship. But it's already thoroughly devalued. Where are the women's tag titles, Joel? Where are they? In a I don't know, but they somewhere ran, they ran a women's tag match on Raw, and I was like, "Why are we doing this? Why do you have women's tag so, championships?" What is Alexa Bliss now? I miss. This is the first time I'm hearing the new music, and it just sounds like you know the 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 like pop punk stuff. She but she still got the doll while. because they refused to let go of the doll. So well, the doll, the doll sells, buddy. Yeah, I know. So what is Alexa Bliss? She's a doll. A mess. Like she is a woman who has a doll. I don't know. It was 
It, it, I don't really care about Alexa Bliss anymore. I don't think most no, people... No, because she's got no character. No one has any characters. Everyone's just chaos. Asuka just does this all the time. Like, well, no, no motivation. That is the character. No That's one has character. any goals. They're all just doing weird, emulatable moves they can throw onto an action figure. Everyone's doing bits. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Miss TV with Champa. We don't need to talk about that, but we do need to talk about AJ Styles and Ezekiel in a match together. That was Winning. Yeah. That was a good match. But there was another DQ match, But again, Ciampa, what his, what's his motivation? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill wilson you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar how did you do it i got a huge assist from grammarly an ai writing partner that helped me make my point and it works everywhere i write summarizing a doc only took one click when everyone uses grammarly everything just makes sense Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Since he wants them eyes. Give me them eyes. I want them. He's going to have an eye for an eye match with Rey Mysterio before the oh, end of the year. Jesus. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, uh, going back to Rey Mysterio, uh, I don't even remember why. Did they explain why they beat the crap out of Edge? Just because they wanted a change? They wanted. They wanted to get rid of the old guy. That's pretty much it. Also not okay. Yeah, I guess he's younger. Yeah, he's pretty old. Finn's forty to Edge's forty-five. Wow. This I think chaos. Edge is. I think Edge is forty-five. Let's let's find out using the wonders of the internet. Adam Copeland age. Adam Copeland. I guess this is one hand. The Edge. <laughs> That's true. I would, wouldn't it? Yeah. He is uh, forty-eight years old. Okay. He'll be forty-nine soon. This is fun. This is a fun show. This is a great show. I'm glad we get to do this every week. And sometimes we actually enjoy ourselves. Drop a thumbs up while you're here. And then it they sucks did be- Or Ezekiel's soundbite is just repeating that he's uh, Elias's younger brother. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's it. Like apparently the Elias thing was supposed to happen. They were supposed to re- they were supposed to do more Elias stuff, and then they decided not to. Credit to Fightful Select, by the way. What are we doing here? That's right. Uh, I don't know what, what was Usos and Omos. Sure, they got the win. Um, uh, that was actually a really funny segment. Our truth comes out, does the whole like I have a referee certificate. I have it. Of course, yeah. Which is a that's a fine bit for our truth. I like that he's just like questionably qualified for everything. Yeah, um, that's good. And he got to wrestle in a match. Love that. Big big up and to get that. pinned and not get and pinned. Get pinned I should not say. get pinned. Yeah, it was uh, Dawkins. Yeah, good on Dawkins taking the taking the heat for uh, his team. He knew Good he was getting him. it back on Friday. That's true. <laughs> uh, Lashley and Riddle versus uh, Rollins and Theory was supposed to be Riddle versus Theory, and then the internet jumped down WWE's throat, rightfully so. <laughs> uh, Riddle and Theory, uh, Riddle and Lashley win the match. I got nothing to add. Yeah, I don't know what, why. So Theory's facing Lashley. Why? I don't know. You know what's yeah. you know what? We're, we're we're totally burying the lead. It's the summer of Dolph Ziggler. 
Oh, yeah. He came back and he's a face for some reason. So Dolph Ziggler comes out and everyone's just like, oh, what's he doing here? And I'm just like, every summer you ask the same question and it's the same answer. He, he comes, comes back. Out in he, a says suit. It, he says it should have been me. And then he super kicks someone and he challenges them to a career versus title match. And one of these years, he's actually going to lose his career. And then they're still going to bring him back the next summer. Yeah. Oh, boy. What are we doing here? I, I truly don't know. This is the best it's crazy. The- it, it is bananas to me how much money this makes. And it's so effortless. They don't Who's- even try anymore. The pyro wasn't even cued right. <laughs> career versus briefcase that's it oh that's totally it and it's awful (laughs) and he's gonna win and or if he loses he'll just be like i'm gonna go do stand-up it's everyone's gonna be like you weren't already just doing stand-up like what have you been doing it's also like don't quit your day job stand-up but anyway so so don't get me wrong like chat i know before you say like i i like dolph and you know y'all just hang on dolph here's the thing dolph is actually great wrestler love great great personality it should have been him damn it he he has never been booked properly no when they had him ever since he got injured ever since he had that whole uh cash in on del rio and then everyone in the crowd goes nuts and then he got injured and he had to like er, everything around his unfortunate injuries just messed him up you get hurt vince doesn't trust you no more because vince is a psycho that's the so, way he sees it and unfortunately it's that's like, what's going on watch what happens look at it yeah and yeah so like they're pointing out in the chat in 2016 he had a great run he had a great run with uh with Miz of all people because a they're best friends in real life well, not best yeah. they're good friends in real life but they had that intercontinental championship viewed on smackdown and it worked it was a really good uh match for those two and a really yeah. good feud for those two yeah they had chemistry so i don't know what to do this time someone asked mike mod mike's asking where's bobby Roode? a good question last time on nxt he had the glorious uh entrance yes and then never again either way it's just uh, they brought him back it was very random and now it feels like they're just gonna do they're gonna run back a career versus blank and it's if it's the briefcase sure why not they put they're throwing so many things in the air but going into SummerSlam that like they're not even trying to get us to question what's going on they're just saying like why don't you just throw up your arms and walk away because that's we're where like, we're at at this point. We're like two weeks away from SummerSlam. Are we, we are. Next week's the go-home show. Oh, no, it's not. No, we're two weeks away. No, no, no. Two weeks away. Yeah, yeah. Which, I don't know. This show does not scream excitement to me. <laughs> no, it doesn't. They've got two weeks to really ramp this thing up. But you know what ramped me up? Two things. One, your Super Chats. Two, Jeff Jarrett is the special guest referee. (laughs) (laughs) Which the logic of this is non-existent. It's just just brain searing. I love it. Complete out of nowhere. Okay. So he's he's the Randy Orton of 2022. Jeff Jarrett out of nowhere. We got to talk about this. So first of all, on Monday, I was like, there's only one man who could referee this championship match and it was i showed a, a, a gift for jeff of jeff jarrett and i was like oh this is gonna happen too i know it is originally i think the rumors were jarrett or lawler and i'm like they're both oh. wrong for this <laughs> and then they decided that it was going to be jeff jarrett and now like and now everyone's just like well it's because it's, it's SummerSlam and they're in tennessee and he's from nashville Tennessee. i'm like that, that's great so, i don't care that's Put not him a literally- good explanation <laughs> 
put him literally anywhere else on the card. Literally, give him a backstage segment with a giant chicken. I don't give a shit. Why is he in the tag match? And I and I immediately I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Tag team specialist Jeff Jarrett here to save the day. Capable referee, superior than the actual trained referees, Jeff Jarrett. Like, by the way, shout out to Pat McAfee, who's like, you know, nine time Intercontinental Champion Jeff Jarrett, senior vice president of live events, Jeff Jarrett. And I was like, oh, we're really going to pull back that curtain. I love it. Ah, <sighs> apparently, apparently, according to my nemesis, Sean Ross Sapp. There's going to be more to the Jeff Jarrett story here. Not only in and it might not stick. I don't we don't know yet, but it might not yeah. stick. Okay, so I'm intrigued. I don't know how they can explain this though. Like it doesn't make any and they're not going to explain it well. Like they might add more stuff to it, but it's still going to be weird. It's just very strange. It was just I think the issue is that uh Jarrett just has no place in this. Yeah. And and like it's become obvious that they they're leaning heavily into this feud because they they saw that it was the the breakaway match from Money in the Bank, and like they've been kind of treating it sort of like this big feature on the shows. Like they're really focused on this feud more than anything, I think, other than maybe kind of Brock and Roman, which again like felt pretty meandering on Monday. Um, yeah. I like. And they're good. They're having weird matches to build it, but like the promos are solid. Again, it's the same. Like they're continuing to have the Usos come out and cut a promo every single week, which feels odd, but they're good promos. Like I'm, I'm you know. Kai with the super chat saying slap nuts, GCW Global Force, Nashville's baby boy. And that's the thing. GCW is running that weekend. WWE will be in town. Ric Flair's last match is happening, and he was in the press conference, hint, hint. So clearly. Jeff Jarrett is going to be all over his home city for that weekend. So why not put him everywhere? I think, um, no, I'm, I'm going to keep my mouth shut for now, but uh, <laughs> uh, Jarrett, uh, Jarrett being in this, in this match is just a little ridiculous. And a lot of people, when I said it, were like, Oh, I hope he does better than his NWA uh, referee spot. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think anyone knows or remembers what that was. Yeah. No. It just kind of happened anyway. So that's the big news coming out of SmackDown, really, because if I look up and down the card, they did the Pat McAfee promo, which was okay. I, I yeah. don't remember much of it. No, it was. It was it, yeah, it, yeah. Liv Morgan won a match. So there's that. She had to. Yeah, they have, yeah. they're going to have to give her a few matches. Uh, Lacey Evans is 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 a, is a bitch, as it were. <laughs> I mean, everyone so, is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, who else is winning this match? No, no, then they did the New Day. Honestly, I missed the New Day segment. They dressed up like the Viking Raiders. Yeah, good for them. And the Viking Raiders came out and I think they beat some people up, but good good for them. All right, yeah. good stuff. Uh I'm 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 interested in Gunther and Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, that's interesting. I liked I uh, I liked the addition of Gunther applying corporal punishment <laughs> he's just got his little sub boy that's nice that's yeah. a good bit yeah slap the shit out of him let him know who's yeah. boss exactly <laughs> i don't mind it and you know yeah. what if it gets nakamura on the card i'm good if yep. it same if it gets the intercontinental championship on the card then gunter gets to be like haha ricochet you sucked and you never got the championship on the card but i did delightful and now we're you know I, yeah you know what? i think they're i think they're doing an okay job with gunter Minus naming him Gunther. <laughs> Let's talk about Lacey Evans. I don't want to. Just 
boring. Why did they show that whole? I don't understand. I spent weeks telling you all that this trauma porn was going to end with her turning on everyone, and that's exactly what they did. But they also got they were so rudderless with her again. Same thing. They just kept showing those segments, and then they bounced her back and forth between Raw and SmackDown. Then they didn't know what to do with her, and she's still boring as hell. Yeah. Like, now she's just like uh, 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 in the capes. Blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Um, the, we're not talking about Breaking Bad right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she just she comes out. They, she got the what treatment? Did Lacey Evans? And it was and she's like, go to hell, and everyone's just like, God, I'd rather be there right now. <laughs> Yeah. And then and poor Aaliyah, by the way, poor Aaliyah, who came out and had to like stand there for basically 20 minutes doing nothing. That's oh. like her job, though. They just have her stand there and do nothing now. Like... True. Hey, go buy yourself some new gear and then come out to the ring for a while. It was just so bad. She was working the house shows. So at least there's that. That's good. Oh, yeah. God. Drew McIntyre and Rich Holland with Seamus and Butch. I, I don't mind that Drew has to go through fight night to get to Seamus. What Same, do you think of the Seamus gimmick where he's like, I have COVID, I have monkeypox? Is that funny to you? No. Is it offensive to you? No. Okay. Just make <laughs> it's sure. a non it's it's not interesting to me. It's 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 uh an obvious way to waffle because they don't have story ideas. So they're just doing the same like it really feels like the touring circus right now where they're just standing up the same show every week. Like it is not there's not a lot happening. I do like that Heyman kept walking up and saying, you're still better than Kayla to Megan Morant yeah, every time was he was funny. on screen. I thought it was cute. Yeah. Um, he interviewed Matt, or Morant interviews Matt Cat Moss. Highlight of the night, by the way. Theory and Matt Cat Moss had a great match. And someone had pointed out on Twitter, like in, in five to ten years, this will be not even maybe in five years the, or less. This less will be that. a WWE title match. This is These are the guys. They're pinning everything, which is like, I'm fine with Moss. Theory, I don't see it. But like they're if you know if Vince McMahon stays on as head as head of creative, then I think these are the guys. Like these are the guys. Unless one of them gets injured, in which case they will be thrown to the curb immediately. These are the guys. This yeah. is the guy right here. It's happening. Look Give at them it. both titles. That's Look your future. That should be the future. That is, my, future. that is my that is my I don't I don't it's it, it is the future. I'll say it with confidence. Yeah, this is the guy that you need is my cat moss. He is yeah. he is the man. Will he but remain I, madcap, do you think, the entire time? <laughs> I think so. Unless he's just like, I'm going to go back to my roots and be Riddick. And everyone's just like, I think, yeah, nah. if they, if they do revert, he's going back to Riddick. Cause that's, a, it's a strongest, strongish name. You know, it's Riddick a, Moss. it's a name. Just call is him he, Moss. No, I don't like Moss. Call Moss. him Pete Moss. Moss is a thing in the world and it's no. Sure. It's not strong. So I like that, that he does, Heyman does, he puts him over and then, you know, it says like you could be challenging for the the WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship, and and I like that that Moss kind of blew him off. I, yep. I I'm a big fan of that. We're, we're getting bigger things for Moss. I'm a big fan. Yeah, good stuff. Our friend Luis joins and he's like, I joined as soon as we're talking about Matt Calf. Absolutely, yes, we Riddick. No, caps. don't no, absolutely not. Is. That's too far. See, I'm fine with Riddick Moss. Like, how about I think that, how about fine. Walter Moss? <laughs> Just repurpose. <laughs> Just repurpose the name. Like, no, 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 no. We had to add a last name so that we could own it. Pete Dunn Moss. Oh, oh yeah. Give him Pete Dunn. Yeah, just take somebody else's actual like, NXT name. Just do yeah, it. Yeah, just give it to him. 
JD Salinger. LA Knight. There you go. He looks LA like he can pull Moss. off an LA Knight. As long as he gets to go, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, I miss yeah. Well, Max Dupree is the guy now. Yeah, but it's not Max Dupree is not anywhere near as yeah or like LA Knight. But is it annoying as hell? Yeah, which is then the it's doing the job. No, it's doing exactly. he's doing a phenomenal job because he is phenomenal. So they do the hype video where they're talking about how great it was to do the the tennis collection and the introduction of and Mace was and Mansoir. And they so were both good. good. Yes. <laughs> so many balls in the pocket. Oh. Titillating the juices of your guilty pleasure. It's very titillating. That's a line that I didn't think I would remember today. And it's 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 in it's my in brain. There. So it's clearly it's working. Um they do the 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 they pump up the beachwear collection next week, and then they're like, Oh, and by the way, Max has a sister, Maxine Dupree. Love it. Good. Buddy, it's Ginny, and I'm so fucking stoked. <laughs> I, I drop an F-bomb, and your webcam goes yeah. dead. Yeah, it, it, the camera didn't like it. It's got very delicate sensibilities. So I'm almost positive it's Ginny, and I'm very excited for this. I don't know if you're familiar with Ginny. I, I'm Googling who's Ginny. Ginny is a wrestler who was with NXT UK. And Ginny Sandu. Uh, I think so, yeah. J-I-N-N-Y. Yeah. And she is currently married recently. This is a good look to yeah. Gunter. Yeah, so yeah, they came over works. together. Yeah, she's perfect. She looks like yeah. Max in certain. Yeah, hundred percent. This this works. Love she's it. She's got that jawline. Yeah, yeah, she's got the jaw that goes with Max Dupree. I'm excited for this. And if it's Ginny, I will just be on the floor laughing, and I will be loving every minute of it. Love it. Go search Ginny if you're if you're unaware of who she is. She she's solid wrestler. She's not the best. Yeah, if they Doesn't go need to, to if wrestle, to, like if they're fourteen plus now, they're gonna do Maxine <laughs> with the triple X. That's how was that be. was that also for SmackDown or just for Raw? No, it's just for Raw. So yeah. <laughs> move, move Max Dupree and Co over to Smack over to Raw. Uh, and yeah, actually, Ace points out a good a good point. Fashionista gimmick. That's what Ginny was doing. Hey, yeah, in, I, she's uh, got in the NXT. look for it. She's got the look for it. Like yeah, it works. People are pointing out the original NXT Maxine. That's probably not going to happen for multiple reasons. <laughs> So anyway, Theory and Matt Gap was a good match. Uh, and then they did Jimmy Uso versus Dawkins. Match doesn't matter because then they revealed Jeff Jarrett and then they brawled and then they went off the air. That yeah. show ended awfully. Not good. Yeah. I guess everyone just got into a fighting mood when they're like, Jeff Jarrett, what the hell? Why? And then they're like, ah, I take out my anger. Who else could it be? Who, If it's not Ginny, who else would Maxine Dupree be? Uh, who hasn't been Io Shirai? Um, who hasn't Io been Shirai. on NXT TV in a while? Someone's pointing out if it's Max Dupree and Drag, and I'm just thinking like they would do that, and Vince would think it's hilarious. He would, and it might it's... be hilarious because it is uh LA Knight. What's his name? What's what was his other name? I don't know what his name is. Eli Drake. Eli Drake. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, he might pull it off. It doesn't sound all that funny, but he's a special talent. Someone saying Aaliyah, Tiffany Stratton. I think it's going uh, to be an introduction. Jason uh, Jane, Zoe Stark. That's the one. Oh, my oh God. Man. I forgot about it. No, she got injured. She's buried. So, so uh, Zoe Stark, it feels like, I don't know if you've been keeping up with NXT. I've, I've dropped a couple of weeks, but I've been catching these. Uh, they did the QR codes, and the QR yeah. codes have some yeah. sort of hints. It feels like the QR codes are for the return of uh, Zoe Stark, Yeah, which if it happens, sure, she's she's ready to come back. She's she's not injured anymore. Uh, recuperated. So why not have Gonna her make so show. many friends? There you go. 
Speaking of which, you want to talk about best friends? You want to talk about the TNT Championship match from uh, from from Dynamite? Yes. I don't. Orange I Cassidy do. and Wardlow open up Dynamite this week. I, uh, I I missed some of this match, not all of it. I didn't. I don't know why they did the match. Quite Here's, honestly, this is so. This is this is my thoughts on AEW right now. They're standing up, entertaining matches. Uh, I enjoyed the match for what it was. Narratively, it makes no damn sense. It derails everything. I don't know what Wardlow is because, like, while uh, his new theme is dope, uh, who is his? What is his character? Like, I thought they were trying to build him as Joe Everyman, which I also thought was stupid. Um, but he's being like his music makes him seem just like a monster. Like it's very heavy with the with the scream vocals. So, and then you know he was funny. It was a funny match. I would have loved seeing that on the indies, but it doesn't like. Why are they fighting? Rankings, I guess. Yeah. So, I did like the Wardlow ripping out the pocket. It was great. That was that a was great like, spot. Like, and then yeah. and then uh, Orange Cassidy putting the straps back up. Like, it was a good match. I enjoyed the match. It just but doesn't it, make a no damn point. bit of sense. Yeah. Yeah. There was no point in doing it, especially it's two faces, two yeah. very over faces. And my issue becomes with Orange Cassidy. Um, so a lot of people like to shit on the gimmick with him. And I don't think I the like gimmick is gimmick. the issue. Yeah. It's the way that he's being built because they keep bringing him back, giving him a bunch of random wins and like giving him wins on dark on elevation and, and then basically padding up his, his win loss and then giving him a title match or something of a big match where he loses. When does orange Cassidy win the big one and actually start getting more um it's not about being serious but when does he know when yeah. does he become more serious in the eyes of the booking that's involved yeah like that that because he you know they, he's got a character that can work for whatever you need you've shown that he can get serious and it works narratively and like i i just don't know it, it, it feels like the whole show minus uh, a couple of gimmicks or a couple of feuds are, are just kind of there and they're just booking like crazy to make everyone happy and Ring of Honor stuff going on. There's just so many threads, man. Oh, oh, oh. Christopher Jericho comes out and he's got a message for Edward Kingston. I didn't like this promo at all. Why? You don't like him calling Eddie a mark on TV? Yeah, it's boring. Uh, I also, the pain maker is hilarious to me because it's lame. <laughs> like it's the lamest look. Undefeated, like, buddy. Yeah, that's nice. He looks, he's a murder clown. Is that his Yeah, pretty much. No, he's, he's, he's a droogie. He's a droogie from Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I don't care for that. Um, with something about blood washing the city. Again, it, it was a bunch of lines. Oh, so much blood that it would make Noah and the, uh, all the animals on the Ark jealous. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. You just said a thing that is gibberish because like, what? Like they were, I just, they weren't like happy about that. Anyway, the flood. I've decided that next week they need to do a face to face, Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho. And it needs to be moderated by one man. Do you know who that man is, Tim? Eric Bischoff. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's always Eric Bischoff. No, Jesse, the body Ventura has to Ooh. do it. That's because awesome. I don't know if you listened to it this week, but he was on Talk is Jericho talking about his potential run for president. And buddy, buddy, I have never heard Jericho more just con not confused, but just conflicted as he was when body started talking about January 6th. Because boy, howdy, Jericho did not know how to respond to those comments. 
and by the way, for those who haven't heard it yet, there are snippets online, but uh, Jesse is not happy. He is not happy about January 6th. He's yeah. not happy about the Republican Party. He is not a happy camper. And those who know about Jericho know about Jericho. So he was just like very awkward position. And it was hilarious to listen to Jericho squirm through it. That sounds awesome. It was delightful. Oh, I don't want to listen to talk as Jericho, but that sounds so fun. I will probably listen to it again because it was oh. very, very funny. Oh, man. Good stuff. People asking what's the hate on Jericho. People don't, don't have, hate Jericho. It's really. not that people hate Jericho. It's people people have problems with Jericho's politics and some of his yeah, stupid is, takes. That that's whatever. Um, no, like I, I just didn't like this promo. I actually enjoy this feud and I'm quite looking forward to the match. I don't like the pain maker. I really don't. I think that I don't like that gimmick. <laughs> I like Chris first Jericho. loss, maybe. Well, I, so here's the thing. Eddie beat Jericho, right? On pay-per-view. Yeah, so just fine. Do it again. WWE do does it. Just do it. <laughs> do we do it again? Do we have Kingston beat the Painmaker? Because they keep hitting us over the head that the Painmaker is undefeated. Yeah, it feels like too much, though. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's strange. Uh, Moxley and Takeshita, very good match. I please, yeah. for the love of God, do not stop it. Stop it with the Eliminators. Stop it with the, the, the this was a championship contenders match for all intents and purposes. And I just want them to stop. Yeah, that one got a, a little bit lost in the weeds, too, because commentary made it sound like it was for the title at, at the very start of the match. Takeshita thought it was for the title. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I knew <laughs> about that part. So it, like it's been a little bit messy. Um, yeah, again, it's just great. Like, I don't, don't yeah, get it was wrong. a great match again. Like, I think that the wrestling on on Dynamite has been very solid. I just think that like no one's really doing good narratively yeah so match happened to catch the loss so he's not getting a title match he's upset on the internet he's sad and that's that Takeshita is still very over with the aw crowd and we'll see where it goes yeah yeah um what else are we doing here oh luchasaurus and christian cage the christian cage's new gimmick is to come out <laughs> and basically if you have a dead father in wrestling he's gonna talk about it <laughs> fuck yo daddy christian fuck yo daddy cage <laughs> god damn this was a good promo though i loved the, they brought back the whole who the fuck is griff griff garrison thing from bte um it it's just good. it's so I silly i didn't mind it's that perfect. at all yeah i like that like he's like i couldn't put my finger on it and then just throws him in the jungle i was like yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that's fine that's good Oh, anyway, as, yeah, so they, they, I guess that Pillman versus Cage is going to happen. First, they're going to do a tag match, I think, next week for uh, yep. Luchasaurus and Christian Cage versus the Varsity Blondes, who are also about to become more rudderless because they don't have Julia anymore. And Julia was kind of their meal ticket in this case. Yeah, really worked for them. So, uh, Yeah, so then what else we got? Claudio versus Jake Hager. I have nothing to say to this because I'd rather talk about Claudio coming out to confront Jonathan Gresham after gresham's match on rampage and now we're doing claudio versus gresham at yeah give me Death that for dishonor that's gonna be good and that oh, works and that like you know that that works for ring of honor stuff um the, the hager match was fine it was just again like why why and yeah. then and then they also had uh jericho appreciation society come out and interrupt that and it's like well i guess this feud's never getting blown off like no god forbid we have to go back to blood and guts to electric boogaloo uh, <laughs> oh no we can't be talking about the boogaloo when jericho is involved <laughs> oh, god. that's a very good point yeah. I take it back 
Uh, we're not aimless the blondes are without julia it's true it's it's a shame because like that was actually a good gimmick like i, I don't mind that like that's a good mid-card gimmick the the varsity blonde stuff the, but they kind of did need the cheerleader with it so yeah. yeah exactly um but yeah i just i the, i'm excited for death before dishonor i'm i'm excited that they're doing two saturday pay-per-views in a row so death before dishonor is next saturday the saturday after that is SummerSlam. so a saturday pay-per-views are great when you've got them back to back totally doable i can sit through those it's going to be good and the death of for dishonor pay-per-view looks great because now they're doing briscoes and ftr too and we're going to talk about the other tag match in a minute from dynamite but that briscoes ftr match is now a two out of three falls match and that's going to be fun i'm stoked i think that should be the main event of death before dishonor Let's see where it goes yeah Anna Jay takes on Serena Deeb. Not much to say there because uh, the whole point of that match was to give Serena Deeb a win and have Mercedes Martinez look like they're going to phase off because they are. Yeah. And then they did the the tie Anna backstager that was uh... awkward as hell. It's like, we are friends. You are hurt. Maybe we should fight because you are my hurt friend. Think about it. Yeah, she's a heel now, though. Anyway, didn't work I for like, me. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I listen, I am sorry that we're shitting a lot of this stuff. Um, but also, Deeb's Dojo. There you go. There it is. That's what's going to be. She already started waving the flag at dark. Okay. Um, World Tag Team title match. Here we go. This was the main event for Dynamite. Young Bucks, Swerving Our Glory, Team Taz. That's uh, Powerhouse Hobbs and, and Ricky Starks. Great match. Very excited. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you something, Tim. I was not shocked by the outcome. No. Because the Now Arena released their All Out poster before the end of the show. No. And the All Out poster featured the new AEW (laughs) World Tag Team Champions. And it was sent to me. And I just, they were like, the person who sent to me was like, you see anything weird there? And I was like, I see Punk is on it, and he's the in- and he's the champion. Is he going to be back in time? And they're like, keep looking. And I looked over, and I'm like, oh no! They pulled it before the end of the main event, as far as I could tell. But yeah, it was sent to me. Um, new tag team champions, Swerve in Our Glory, Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland. Were you in the camp that thought that it was going to be FTR versus the Young Bucks at All Out? <sighs> kind of. I guess I didn't really know what was going to happen. I'm not, I wasn't super surprised that they, they dropped them quickly because like, I feel like they're just kind of team players that way right now. Um, I think it helps swerve in our glory quite a bit right now. I think they needed it. I, or like it would have worked for uh, Hobbs and Stark as well. Their, their tag entrance was solid. Like they, they they work well together. Um, team Taz hasn't been getting a ton of shine lately. Like they, they've been present, but like less so with Taz. So um i feel like it's on the path to whoever has them will drop them to ftr though so i I, that's another reason why i wasn't too surprised i don't know that we needed to see the bucks drop them because that might be a later thing so i put it out there when um word came out after forbidden door that the original idea that gato had for the the iwgp world tag titles was that the bucks would win them at forbidden door I think FTR is going to drop those tag titles to the Young Bucks before Wrestle Kingdom so that the Young Bucks can go to Japan to do the Tokyo Dome in January mm-hmm. and not FTR. FTR also has to drop those AAA titles because, quite frankly, like there's nothing really going on there with them either. 
they're they're yeah. not defending them regularly they're just kind of holding on to them well that's so what happens when you do when you do this so i feel like they get the titles and then they start dropping all of the titles so i don't know yeah like i think they'll get one like kind of spotlight when they have what was it uh four championships after this or is it five what's if, the, the, if they take the AEW tag titles then it's four then it's four so i think they'll get like one kind of photo op with them and then they'll start to slowly drop everything would you but that but i hate that trope too yeah, yeah they did too. it with kenny when he had the titles as well it's hard because you i don't know but you gotta get that little that little photo up so we've had a lot of teasing of breakups between like swerve and lee yeah are we still gonna do that now that they're the tag champs or are they gonna like kiss and i think that's up? what are we doing i think that's how you do the quick handoff right that's how ftr gets those belts but they just did this in nxt and it looks stupid there too and it's not like, but and it makes it even worse because Swerve and Lee are not openly involved in the world title scene. So it's not like one, that's like they're turning on each other because they want the world title. Because at yeah. least you can make some sense of the Roxanne and, and Cora Jade thing being like, I don't want tag. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, want yeah. the main title. And I think, I still think it was a dog shit turn that they Agreed, did this past but week like, in NXT. I, yeah. But at least comparing the two, like, I, I get it. I have to go through way too many gymnastics to get there. But I just don't understand what do you do with with Lee and what do you do with Swerve? I think, yeah, you have them do a, a kind of longer feud, have them really give each other like a lot of highlight reel stuff and then transition them into singles titles feuds yeah. like Lee can start going for the world championship. And, uh, well, you know, they got a million belts now, so they can go for whatever they want. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I just I, I enjoyed the match. Uh, I, I think a lot of people were excited to see Swerve and Lee win the tag titles i see people in the chat saying that they would have preferred starks and hobbs and i get that because they're I, great I totally tag do they, yeah and they, they've been doing great work so yeah like not only on the mic but also in their matches they've just been solid solid wrestlers that people get behind so i agree it, it, i don't think there was a real loser in this match other than the young bucks but uh <laughs> the bucks are gonna probably run back with ftr for those uh iwgp tag titles if i had mm -hmm. to guess so that was dynamite rampage. Honestly, other than that main event, there wasn't much to talk about that we haven't already discussed. We talked about uh, we didn't talk about Moriarty versus Gresham, but honestly, just a really good match. But they just kind of blew off uh, Moriarty, and Moriarty is now going to face uh, who's he going to face? They did a backstager with him, and oh my god, I forgot. Yeah, who it was. man. Oh, uh, it was wasn't it? Uh, who wasn't it? Uh, Seidel again. <laughs> No, no, the, no. Someone came up to Seidel and was like, "Hey, Seidel, you're a bitch." Because <laughs> he Cause every is. time that's what you do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's kind of letting people walk all over. So yeah. So uh, anyway, someone's gonna someone's. Oh, Dante Martin. Thank you. Yes, yeah, it was yep, Dante Martin. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> As it normally is. <laughs> like that's fine. <laughs> it's just peace, love, and wrestling, <laughs> and then Dante Martin's just a giant bitch. <laughs> uh, anyway, I the match was good. Again, Moriarty just we we got to find something with him. He's got, he's got to be the one to join a faction in ring of honor or yeah. to form one, whatever it is, because he's not doing much. Um, people asking, should we, should I watch rampage this week? Honestly, like you could probably get away with not watching it. There was some stuff. I mean, Christopher Daniels had, he called out Jay lethal, uh, Mimosa Joe, Rogosa Joe is eventually going to show up again and have a match death before dishonor. And, the tag match with Statlander and Athena versus the Renegade Twins, kind of dog shit because yeah. 
they quickly won Chris, uh, Chris Stylander and Athena. And then out came the baddies and they beat the shit out of the faces. And I was like, what are we doing? What's the point? It's very strange. Ah, and then uh, the gun club thing was silly. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, they claimed the gun club had a brawl. And then the main event. So they did private party versus Lucha Bros. The match was great until Roosh came out. Yeah. But it felt it still felt a step off. Like the Lucha Bros is not the best Lucha Bros match ever either. Um, my favorite part of this match is yeah, Roosh comes out, he gets in the the referee, like the they distract the referee, he pushes the referee, but he still loses the match. So like his team still loses the match. Yeah, it was just weird. It just felt weird. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't uh, it wasn't the best episode of Rampage. You could probably skip through it and get all that you need but other than that just just an episode of rampage rampage hasn't exactly been like must see the live show that they're doing in a few weeks that'll probably be a good one because it's the battle of the belts uh like they're doing rampage and battle of the belts tapings so okay yeah that'll be fine but other than that i mean yeah there's nothing nothing left from the week in wrestling impact was also okay like i talked about it with crest on our on our show every week on uh, youtube.com slash fightful and we basically said good show, but nothing incredible. Nothing stood out. It honestly, it feels like everyone's taking a breather right now, which is a, yep. it's a strange time to do that. <laughs> so, you know, who's not taking a breather. We found out this week that Greek town is back August 20th in Toronto at what they're calling the Thunderdome, the Ted Reeve arena, which is where they were last time. You have called it, you, you called it sad AF. It, it was supposed <laughs> to be rad AF. Yeah. It's all chanting. It's fine. Anyway, they also announced that uh, they're going to have uh, Eddie Kingston at the show. I'm excited for that one. I'm very excited for that one. I'm much more excited about that. <laughs> so Eddie Kingston is also, by the way, if you're in Ottawa or if you're in the area of going to both, uh, Eddie is facing Stu Grayson at, uh, uh, was oh God, it's called Fights Back. It's a, it's a cancer awareness charity show that C4 does in Ottawa every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Stu Grayson versus Eddie Kingston is happening on the 19th. And then the next night, Eddie's coming to Toronto and he's going to have uh, an appearance and hopefully a match. Hopefully a match. Really Breakdown. open for a good match. Yeah. So so if you're in Toronto, we're going to be there. It's also the 20th of August is our anniversary. Tim and I, uh, we started this show two years ago in August. It was August 20th. So hopefully we'll do some something special at the show um we'll talk we'll, we'll talk we'll figure something out you know how it goes uh yeah, yeah, so good. uh what else what else do we, what else do you people want to talk about we had uh that was actually in in, in response to someone asking a question on on uh, twitter mm. uh ron asked what show are you and tim looking forward to attend together in person that so one. there's that one i'm probably going to go to raw when it comes to auto when it comes to toronto just because <laughs> something to do on a if monday you, night if you can get me a ticket for around 20 bucks <laughs> I, can, I might be able to get you a comp. We'll talk. Yeah, okay. Because that's so, that's the only way I'm going. I'm not paying more than $20 for Raw. That's my limit. Can't blame you. <laughs> um, August 20th might be the next TakeOver. Sure, I don't care. I'll, 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 I'll go to a live show before I go to watch TakeOver again. I just, I, I'll, I'll watch TakeOver afterwards. Um, our buddy Drew asking on Twitter, if you could just give your picks for all the matches till the end of the year so I can bet on them all successfully and make a lot of money, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> uh yes uh, drew bet on roman reigns until cody comes back and then bet on cody yeah i think that's the way you should go what else people asking solo and braun being called up after SummerSlam. uh solo Sokoa, absolutely i can see after SummerSlam. Yeah. braun i don't know i would 
I think Braun still needs a little bit more time. Yeah, I think they're going to let him dominate for a little longer. You know who you bring up is Cameron Grimes. You absolutely should bring up Cameron. It doesn't need to be there anymore. And it's getting and Cameron, messy. <laughs> Cameron Grimes needs to join Maximum Male Models. Now, oh, I have a very... So oh, we got to talk about this. Okay. Did you see any of the dark taping results? No. Any of the spoilers? I don't I don't even look at that stuff. I, unless it's noteworthy and then I might catch it on Twitter. But Parker's back. Oh my god, yes, I did see that. That's funny. Parker is back. He is wrestling on dark. Get excited because his forward roles have improved. It's time, buddy. It's time. Are you ready for Parker in AEW? He's gonna call he's gonna call himself the all elite beast. He's gonna call himself the Yeah, he's the, just gonna lean into a Brock Lesnar ripoff gimmick, isn't he? And AEW 100%. might let him, which is the yes. worst play. <laughs> I reblocked him because I just cannot. I don't want to see or listen to any of the shit he's about to send <laughs> into his Twitter page. Like it's just gonna be he, purple devils as far as the eye can see. What's that meme of like like block me now, unfollow me? This is all I'm gonna talk about for a month. I forget who it was. It was someone. It was someone in the chat's gonna remind me. Yeah, that is the same thing. That is Parker Boudreaux for the next month. It's just going to be him talking about his appearance on Dark. And we're all going to sit there being like, please shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop. That's uh, good. The leapfrog master. Hey, sure, get good work. He can play a good big man. It's just, I've re- you know, he should be his own man, not yes. Brock Lesnar. Oh, and Two Dimes also made an appearance on Dark. He oh, entered- good. Yes, he, he, he was able to get out of those yeah, cement shoes. The from cement the river. shoes. Yeah. yeah, good for him. You know what? He deserves to work because he's... Uh, Clearly, clearly got himself a, a good opportunity here with those cement shoes off. Anyway, that's all I got. Do you have anything else today? Oh, Parker versus Satnam Singh. That's the match. Sounds funny to me. It's not. It's not happen. <laughs> like it hasn't happened, no, but God, it's no. going to happen, and it's going to be delicious. Make it happen, AEW. You don't need to explain, Tony. I know you're watching. I want Satnam Singh versus Parker Boudreau. Here we go, Tim. Let's get out of here. Where can the people yeah. find you on the internet? Well, they can find me at Tim Stone P, T-M-B-S-T-O-N-E-P, Twitter, Instagram. Tell WWE, tell AEW to have better shows for the next week. We want to talk about the stuff we love. We'll be back in the normal, hopefully our normal selves in our normal places next week. It's been a rough couple of weeks. That's right. Drop a thumbs up on the video. Ladies and gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, I am Atrial Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. We will see you next week with smiles on our faces. Cheers. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 